And the word of the Lord was precious in his sight. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Very often the key that unlocks for us the particular grace of any given Sunday is given in the Magnificat Antiphon, First Vespers. The Magnificat Antiphon is, as you know, taken from the lessons read at Matins. And so, last evening, in anticipation of the lessons from the first book of Samuel, we sang this, Puer Samuel, Ministrabat ante Deum Coram Eli, et Sermo Domini erat preciosus cum The child, the boy, the lad, Samuel, ministered unto God before Eli, and the word of the Lord was precious in his sight. Who is this puer Samuel? He is one of those of whom the psalmist sings, Laudate pueri dominum. Laudate nomen domini. Praise the Lord, ye lads. Praise ye the name of the Lord. He is one of those of whom we read in Genesis. Exaudivit autem Deus vocem pueri. God heard the voice of the boy. And again, exaudivit enim Deus vocem pueri, de loco in quo est. God heard the voice of the boy from the place in which he was. In the story of Abraham, oh yes, one thing, in the place where he was, where was he? He was under the tree. Keep that in mind. In the story of Abraham called to sacrifice Isaac, in every place in the text save one, Isaac is called not Puer, but Filius. Only the angel of the Lord speaking from heaven refers to Isaac as Puer. In this way, the thread of continuity continues unbroken. In the story of the Puer, the messenger boy here, sent to ask that Rebekah be given in marriage to Isaac, when he receives the answer of Laban and Bathuel, Rebekah's brother and father, he falls down to the ground and adores the Lord. Quod cum audisset puer Abraham, procedens adoravit in terram dominum. Upon hearing this, Abraham's puer servant, messenger boy, fell down to the ground and adored the Lord. 
This is, I think, one of the most evocative phrases in the whole dramatic story of Rebecca and Isaac. Their union is greeted and in some way sealed in advance by the adoration of the puer, the messenger boy. And this passage sends us to another messenger boy, the one to whom the ecstatic old father Zachary sings, et tu puer, and thou child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. All of these appearances and reappearances of the mystic puer, and there are many, many more besides, point to the one of whom we sing in the Mass of Christmas Day, Puer natus est nobis. To us is born a boy, a child, and to us is given a son. His dominion is on his shoulders, and he will be called angel of great counsel. Samuel, ministering to the Lord in the temple at Shiloh and clinging to the precious word of the Lord, points to Christ, who says, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. Now, this is the will of the Father who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he hath given me. And so, the puer of Agar, Agar's boy, crying out to God from beneath the tree, and heard by God, points to Christ, who, as the apostle says, in the days of his flesh, with a strong cry and tears. That phrase evokes the drama of the child Agar, who cried and wept and wailed, really, from beneath the tree. In the days of his flesh, with a strong cry and tears, offering up prayers and supplications to him that was able to save him from death, was heard for his reverence. And Isaac, destined for sacrifice on Mount Moriah, points to the true puer, the lamb, concerning whom St. John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who taketh away the sin of the world. It is noteworthy that in certain icons of the Holy Forerunner, he is depicted with this very inscription, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. But in these icons, he is not pointing at all to a lamb. Rather, in his right hand, he holds a discos or pattern. And on the discos rests not the figure of a lamb, nor the loaf, the bread of the holy oblation, but the figure of a small boy.
It is the poor offered in sacrifice. In fulfillment of the words that Abraham spoke in prophecy to Isaac on Mount Moriah, Isaac said to his father, My father, and he answered, What wilt thou, son? Behold, saith he, fire and wood, where is the victim for the Holocaust? And Abraham said, God will provide himself a victim for the Holocaust, my son. And the messenger boy sent to arrange the marriage of Isaac and Rebekah, who falls to the ground in adoration, points again to Christ, who falling to the ground in Gethsemane, adores the will of his father, and so prepares his spousal union with the true Rebekah, his bride, the church. Finally, there is a reappearance of St. John the Baptist, the puer, who already in his mother's womb announced by a leap of joy the advent of the one concerning whom he will hear the father say, Thou art my beloved son, in thee I am well pleased. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape as a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven, Thou art my beloved son, in thee I am well pleased. All of these foreshadowings and figures point to him, the puernatus nobis, who says, I was with him forming all things, and was delighted every day, playing before him at all times, playing in the world. And my delights were to be with the children of men. Not for nothing does the tradition assigned to Corpus Christi and to the days of its octave the preface of the Nativity. It is all of a piece, the whole being refracted in every part, and every part giving its own splendor to the radiance of the whole. By the mystery of the Word made flesh, the light of thy glory hath shone anew upon the eyes of our mind, that while we acknowledge him to be God seen by man, we may be ravished by him to the love of things unseen. Ravished by him to the love of things unseen. Et delicie me esse cum And my delights were to be with the children of men. If this octave of Corpus Christi does anything for those who take it seriously, as all play should be taken seriously, it introduces souls into divine play, the sacramental play of the eternal Son whose delights are to be with the children of men, quia yam parata sunt omnia. Now, all things are ready. All things.
things are ready, but only for those who make themselves little. As little as the divine puer rudens. As little as the sacred host that we shall carry anon in procession. For he himself says to you and to me, unless you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Laudate pueri dominum, laudate In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.